Well, let's go out to West Texas, where the Red Raiders have a lot of great things going inside of the athletic department. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. Of course, your independent digital, Big 12 digital media outlet. And if you're on the radio show, always appreciate that. Any of our radio affiliates or on the podcast. Don't forget to leave a rating and a review on the podcast as well. We always appreciate that. Let's welcome on Jarrett Johnson, publisher, InsideTheRedRaiders.com. Talk about Texas Tech. You know, Jarrett, I wanted to bring you on first off uh, to discuss what is happening on the recruiting trail. The, the fact that Joey McGuire has never been the head coach at a Division One level, hasn't coached a game yet at the D1 level, and he right now has one of the top two recruiting classes in the nation, depending on which service you use, uh, is absolutely outstanding why is this happening? Yeah, first off, Pete, thanks for having me on the show. Always enjoy being on it. Y'all do a great job. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. He hadn't coached at the Division One level, but he is a Hall of Fame mm-hmm. uh, Texas high school football coach. He was at Baylor for, you know, basically five seasons. Um, how is he doing it? Well, first off, uh, he has a great reputation throughout the state, like I, like I mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, McGuire. He was the, you know, the head of the Texas high school coaches association for a long time, like the chairman or whatever the, the official title is. Um, but more than that, like, you know, almost everybody who's covered Texas high school football in the last 20 years uh, knows Joey McGuire because he's been so open and so available with his time. Uh, you know, even in my case, back when I was at the Fort Worth star telegram, he helped me out with playoff scenarios of all things and uh, a couple of other things. He, and, you know, every journalist I know who either covers recruiting or has covered high school football or now college football in Texas, they know they know Joey McGuire because of that open door policy. And it goes beyond just the cliche. He really goes out of his way to make people feel special. He uh, devotes his time to the little man, the every man, you know, everybody. And, uh, you know, so people bend over backwards to do him favors. And I think you're seeing high school – well, you are. It's not, I think. You're seeing high school coaches across the state uh, really bend over backwards to send their players, put in a good word uh, with their their players and their recruits. You know, go check out Texas Tech. Once to get on campus, he does a great job of selling what Texas Tech is, which uh, I think has been a big part of the battle is just getting people to Lubbock to see what it is out here and not listening to what – uh, you know, negative recruiting and stuff like that. And then also he has a really good staff of recruiters, uh, not just his uh, coaches, but certainly his main staff, but uh, his recruiting analysts do a great job. They find people in Louisiana. They find people. There was a kid who came down from Connecticut for a non-unofficial uh, visit recently, and uh, he picked up an offer. They found him just through uh, you know, recruiting dat- a database and just the numbers match up. They liked his frame and, and, and you know, his 40 and all that. And, he uh, left Lubbock with with his first offer, so uh, uh, they're they're turning over every stone. They're uh, using all those those great relationships that they have throughout uh, Texas, and it's paying off in a big way for Texas Tech. It's, you mentioned they have the number one recruiting class according to Twenty Four Seven Sports, which you know we're a part of that network, yep. so that's what I go with generally. But uh, no, I mean there's a lot that goes into it for sure. Absolutely, Jared Johnson's our guest here on HeartlandCollegeSports.com. So, Jarrett, you guys have the uh, spring game out there at Texas Tech uh, this weekend. And, you know, for me, the intrigue, and I think for most people, is what do we have going at the quarterback? Is Shuck going to be the guy this year after getting injured last year? I mean, this is a guy for who people who weren't following 
at this time last year when those way too early NFL mock drafts were happening for 2022, people talked about Shuck being a guy that could be a first-round NFL draft pick if he really knocked it out of the park at Texas Tech. That obviously didn't happen for him. So what are the expectations for him and that position in general in terms of what Joey McGuire is looking for at quarterback? Yeah, and talking with Coach McGuire on several occasions about the quarterback position, uh, you know, he feels like they have one of, if not the best quarterback rooms in the country. And at first that sounds like perhaps an exaggeration or somebody just bragging on, on his players. But like you mentioned, Tyler Shuck, I mean, he's 6'5", 225, has a good arm as, you, as you're going to see. Uh, he can run a little bit. Uh, and then Donovan Smith, uh, another big dude, 6'5", 230, he's just a tank, very athletic, has a good arm. He won those games against Iowa State and the bowl game against Mississippi State last year. Uh, you have two really good guys who have done it. Uh, you know, Shuck led Oregon to a uh, to the Pac-12 championship game, to a Pac-12 title, and uh, then won some games for Tech uh, before he got injured. So you really like those two guys. And then there's a young guy, Baron Morton, who's really opening up eyes uh, this this spring ball with his play. He was one of the highest rated guys that Tech's recruited in the modern or that signed that they've signed in the modern era of recruiting, and uh, he looks the part. Uh, he's been very very good, put on some good weight. So. What they're expecting and what Zach Kidley, the offensive coordinator as well, is expecting is somebody who's going to win football games for him, which I know sounds trite, but they, they need a, a guy who's going to manage the game, um, going to be clutch, uh, be able to uh, get them out of bad situations, audible at the line of scrimmage. That's very important in, in Kidley's offense. And, uh, you know, I feel, like, I feel like they have three guys they feel like they can win with. Now, Shuck, he didn't stay here because he expected to, to back up Donovan Smith. But Correct. You, could, you could say the same for Donovan Smith, too. So, I mean, he's got some skins on the wall as well. Very good quarterback, big size, like I said. And uh, he won some big games for Tech last year. So, you know, I, the, the plan right now is – and I don't think they're going to name a starter until right before the season, if they even do that, because you don't have to. Um, and every time I've been there, they've legitimately been switching up reps between the, between the three. Uh, with the you know first and second teams and and, and so forth, so because sometimes they say they have a you know a, a competition, but then you see the same guy taking this you know the, the first team reps throughout throughout spring, and that's definitely not the case this spring. Um, they've also said they're going to have packages for all three quarterbacks. All three can run. All three can throw on the run, um, but they still bring a little bit uh, different things. So I you know and it's been a long time. I think it's been since, uh, since Mahomes was here that they made it through the season with a quarterback start in every game. Uh, so, you know, at least two of them are going to play, but probably all three, and they feel confident that all three of them can win football games for them. How about that? Uh, that I mean, that's a fascinating battle to watch. Is there – I know it's going to rotate, but do you give the edge to somebody, Jared? Do you give it to – I mean, you can make a case for Shuck or Smith. So who would you give the edge to yeah. just your gut right now? Man, I keep going back and forth on this. Of course, this is a question I'm asked all the time. Yep. Uh, I, I think I'll go. I would go with Shuck, but like if Donovan Smith is is the starter, I'm feeling good about it. He's a gamer, you know. Like I said, big wins under his belt against Iowa State and uh, Mississippi State, and you know I, I saw him play in high school where uh, here in Lubbock. He's from Friendship, which is a local high school, and uh, he put up a game for the ages. It was like a quadruple overtime game against their crosstown rivals. And I mean, he did everything, but, uh, serve, serve popcorn and stuff and drinks that, that <laughs> night. I mean, he, I, I seriously, he ran for touchdowns. He caught a touchdown, two point conversion. Of course he threw several touchdowns. Um, guys, just a really good 
talented football player. So I, you know, I really wouldn't be surprised. Now Shuck has the strongest arm, I believe, out of the three, but Morton yeah. has the quickest release. So you know, all three are really good. I, I get why Joe McGuire likes all threes, but if I had to say, gun to my head, I'm going to say Tyler Shuck. Interesting, interesting stuff. Very good. Uh, Jared Johnson inside the Red Raiders joining us here on the show. All right, let's talk a uh, little hoops. Mark Adams gets a new contract, as we expected, uh, well-deserved. Uh, people have to be incredibly happy with what he's done, taking over the program from Chris Beard. So what's next for an encore after Mark Adams exceeds <laughs> expectations in year one? Well, expectations are still really high. They're higher now than they were before. Yep. But uh, there's going to be, I, I think, uh, pretty pretty high roster turnover. I mean, they lost a lot of seniors, a lot of yeah. super seniors. But then you got McCullough testing NBA waters, and even if he comes back to college, will he stay at Tech? Uh, T.J. Shannon said he was gone, but then it, there's some rumblings that maybe he might come back uh, to Texas Tech. Uh, Kevin O'Banner is a guy that they really need to come back. and He averaged a double-double uh, in the last two tournaments, first for Oral Robertson and this past one for Tech. Uh, very good player would really help, obviously, on the interior. Um, so, you know, then you got to see what they do. They had, uh, they're in like the top four of like a dozen different portal recruits right now. So, <laughs> there's a lot going on in terms of the roster makeover. They just added Al Pinkins, an assistant coach uh, who was at Florida, but he had been at Tech before under Chris Beard, working with Mark Adams. Uh, he's a very good recruiter, very good coach. So that that helps. But no, I mean. At this point, Tech is expected to, you know, be in the top half of the Big 12 challenge for a Big 12 title, even maybe, and, uh, you know, go to the NCAA tournament yeah. every year. And then once you're there, you know, however, you know, just see what kind of run you can make. You know, that's that. Those are the expectations now for this program, as they should be. There's no doubt about it. That's that's what they should be, and it's really incredible to watch this thing uh, build up over time. Now, as you look at where we're at here with Texas Tech baseball, I, this is a very interesting year in this conference, and there's obviously a lot of talent uh, in this league. There's no doubt about that. But last week was not good, uh, getting swept by TCU, and this came after sweeping Kansas State the weekend prior. So where are we with about a, you know, a month or so left in the regular season where are we with this Texas Tech baseball team and uh, what the ceiling is for this crew and this unit? Yeah, I, the ceiling is still high, but yeah. it's, it's you just pegged it. I mean, they're inconsistent, yep. you know. Um, they, you know, took it to Texas earlier in the Big 12 schedule. Uh, or Yeah, Big 12 schedule. They won that, that series, almost swept them, but they won that series uh, before Texas crushed them in the game three. Uh, and then, you know, they lose to Oklahoma and Amarillo and then get swept by TCU here recently after sweeping Kansas State. And it's just up and down. And I think part of that is, is the pitching. Pitching had just hasn't been there, hasn't been consistent so far, yeah, either with the starters or the bullpen, really. But the thought is, you know, Tim Tadlock's a master of tinkering throughout the season. If, they, if he can find the right combination and then get on a run and get hot, uh, in the postseason, then, you know, the ceiling is still, again, like we were just talking about basketball and baseball, the ceiling is always going to be Omaha. I mean, they've been mm -hmm. there four times with Tim Tadlock, uh, in, you know, relatively recently. So that's, the, fair or not, those are the expectations. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll just have to see if they're hot at the right time. What do you, and I'm just curious what the Texas Tech mentality is on Bob Bowlesby retiring as Big 12 Athletic Director. I know it's been, 
you know, he's a controversial character in some corners. Everyone's got an opinion. I, I think he did a great job keeping this league together, moving quickly after Oklahoma and Texas left. And I don't, I don't think there's that one guy that would have kept Oklahoma and Texas in this league. I don't think that person exists, Jared. I think anyone who's telling themselves that that's Bob Bowlesby's fault is trying to rewrite the narrative and rewrite history. Uh, but what do you think in terms of this position, where the league goes? Does Kirby Hocutt's name come up at all for a job like this? Or what's the conversation out in Lubbock around that? Well, I, just to be honest, I think most people, uh, that news that Bowlesby was stepping down was welcomed, just mm-hmm. quite honestly. Yep. Um, I, I think you could say, I, and I don't, this is just speculation, but that's probably the case around the conference. You know, he'd been there, you know, held that position for a long time. The Big 12 hadn't necessarily had a smooth um, several years, you know, with yeah. uh, losing several schools. So I, I think whether fair or, or not, I mean, the head guy takes the blame, no matter the organization, or, you know, I, whether it's the president of the United States or uh, the commissioner of the Big 12. So I, nobody shed a tear is the best way to say it uh, in terms of the fact, you know, the news came down that Bowlesby is stepping down. Now, in terms of Kirby Hoka, yeah, I think he's already been in a leadership position, like you mentioned, yep. um, in terms of this transition with Oklahoma and UT leaving. I think it caught everybody by surprise. Uh, anybody who said they, oh, I saw that coming, I think it's probably lying to you, yep. you know, uh, when, when the news came out, including Bowlesby, which I think is part of the criticism. Um, again, fair or not, um, but I have seen that and heard that. Yeah, I think Hoka yeah, is well-suited. Does he want position. the job? I, I Has he expressed interest? Do you know if he wants I, the job? You know, I, I don't think he would publicly express interest until he took the job, you know, he, yeah. quite honestly. Um, now, privately, if he's interested, I, you know, I don't know. I think he does want to take another step in his career. I think he has higher aspirations, which I understand. Uh, and, you know, with him being the commissioner of the of the playoff selection committee and, and all that before and some of the other things he's done in his career, I think he's done a good job overall, with a very good job with Texas Tech Athletics. I mean, I think everything's on the uptick under his direction. So, you know, I, yeah, I, I definitely think he should be. Um, I don't know for sure that he is a candidate, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if he ended up being the Big 12 commissioner. Yeah. Jared Johnson does a great job inside the RedRaiders.com. Be sure to check him out there. Exciting times right now. A lot of optimism around Texas Tech athletics. Uh, so great stuff happening over there. Jared, great to have you on the show, man. Thanks for being here. Hey, anytime. Thanks for having me, Pete. Love having on Jared Johnson inside the Red Raiders. Hey, before you go anywhere. Rate, review, subscribe. It takes you a minute, and I'm sending you a free Heartland College Sports koozie. When you leave me a rating and a review, hit that subscribe button and send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. So appreciate you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.